Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant, here on WCF Radio. On today's broadcast, we are going to talk about a subject matter that you will probably not hear on most mainstream news outlets being talked about. It's, is Q real? People ask me all over the country. They say, Pastor Todd, what do you think about Q, the Q movement? Do you follow Q? Is Q real? You know, give me your discernment and your wisdom on this. So, all right, let's talk about it. Is Q real? Let's have the conversation. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast today. I'm so thankful that you've tuned in. And some of you may be saying, do we really need to have this conversation, Pastor Todd? Well, here's why we're having it. And I would encourage you to stay tuned because even if you don't really want to hear this conversation, I think you're going to get something out of this. There has been this online internet, uh, what many people are calling conspiracy theory, that's been going around for quite some time, especially in Christian circles, because for the most part, the message that was coming from the Q posts, which were on 8chan and 4chan, and even HBO's done a documentary about this. It's been talked about, but for the most part, it's just always called conspiracy and people are deemed crazy if they follow Q. Yet there's something that they don't often mention. There's a lot of Christians, a lot of good Christians, a lot of patriots that do in fact believe the Q posts and follow Q and still believe there is a plan and that the military may be in control of our country and that President Trump could currently be the president or if not, he may soon be returning before 2024. This is a lot of the narrative of the Q movement. So I want to just say this. First of all, I'm not making fun of you if you follow Q. I will give my opinion on today's broadcast that has been derived from much prayer over the matter and also a pretty in-depth investigation that's gone on for several years. Now, some would say, Pastor Todd, didn't you believe in Q? Well, no. Uh, I do, though, however, think that a lot of the things that were posted on the Q board were true, or at least parts of them were true. And so I think everybody in 2020 that was praying for our country, that loves our country, was concerned, knew that there was a lot at stake, knew that, um, you know, everybody, we needed all hands on deck, and a lot of people are concerned about the current state of our country, about the voting systems, about many different aspects of the direction of the country. I mean, all we have to do is look at what happened last week or so with these balloons or this balloon going across our country. That's weird. Um, You know, I talked about uh, this week also the satanic performance that was done at the Grammys that's weird Uh, there's there's no shortage of things for us to be talking about there's no shortage of us of things for us to be alarmed about as believers in Christ but I think it's very important that we have this discussion because there's good people there's many good people that believe this still and I I want to just you to know that I'm not shaming you I'm not coming against you in fact as my wife says and it's true There's no one that would be more excited about some of these things happening than me, okay? Because I love the country, I love the Lord, I love righteousness, I love justice. So trust me, I'm with you as far as wanting to see change from a lot of the current environment and things that are happening in our country. But I think this is where some of us may differ in a view, is that I don't currently believe that the military is in control of our country. I believe that the administration is in control. Uh, I believe that, you know, there may be puppeteers or people kind of behind the scenes 
that are what some maybe on Fox News or other channels would refer to as the deep state or uh, bureaucratic people that are basically in positions for, uh, they, they, they go beyond uh, the course of a presidency. In other words, these are people that are in certain positions that have been there for decades that logically are probably making some of the very big decisions uh, behind the scenes for our country. But I, I don't believe President Trump is currently the president. I don't believe that. I believe that there was an election. I'm not going to get into my beliefs about the election, but with regard to where we currently are at, I don't believe President Trump is running the country. I don't believe the military is running the country, and I don't really believe that there's a secret plan. Now, some people say, well, you used to believe that. No, I, I was praying and contending and believing for breakthrough in certain areas that I'm still praying for and believing for breakthrough. But I think, you know, if you go back to Newsweek did an article about me, you know, I think it was like in 2020 or something. And I'm, I'm pretty much at the same opinion as that I was when they interviewed me for that article. Uh, I do believe there was an anointing on President Trump to do a, a specific mission, a purpose. I mean, look what's just, if you, if you don't believe that, just look at this. Look at how many more people are now thinking and talking about things the silent majority has awakened in many aspects in our country. It still needs to, many people still need to awaken, but there's many more people that are awake now than we've probably seen before when it comes to certain societal challenges and issues and things that are happening in our nation and our world. That's good. President Trump also um, kind of shined the light on the mainstream corporate media and the fact that it's 90% owned by six corporations and that some of those corporations may not exactly have our best interests at heart. And we saw that, by the way, they reported on President Trump very negatively while as with president biden they report very positively until they want to get rid of him and then they start reporting so that we know there's something going on here and many of you that are spiritually astute in your spirit you feel like yes there's something going on and i think that's where a lot of people get drawn into the q the q experience or whatever you want to call it because for the most part whoever's posting that stuff whether it's you know, the military industrial complex that's trying to, you know, falsify or disseminate information to cause us to have psychological warfare operations on us or whether it's, uh, you know, just some kid or whether it's, uh, as the HBO documentary says, that guy Ron uh, that, you know, was on Twitter. Uh, whoever it is that's, that's posting this stuff, it doesn't mean that what they're posting, you know, like 90% of it isn't real or true but it's mixed in with other stuff. And what, what started concerning me about the whole thing is I saw some new agey stuff in there. And let's just be honest. Also, there's a lot of stuff that hasn't come to pass. And so did I look at the cue boards from time to time? I did because people were sending it to me all day, all day long. And I could see that a lot of people in the Christian movement were, were really being caught up by this thing. But as time has gone on here and the Bible says, test the spirits, and also, even if something is a, a prophet or a prophetic word, you know, you're supposed to judge the word. It says, let the prophet speak and let the people judge. That's, it's right there in the word of God. I think it's in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. So, look, you know, a lot of people are treating this like prophecy, and it's not prophecy. And if we weigh it along the lines of how much of it has come true, there's a good portion that hasn't. And by the way, there's also a former... Uh, operation that took place that I posted about on remnant.news, which you might want to look into if you go to remnant.news and you can put in the search bar on the remnant.news site, Operation Trust. 
put in Operation Trust, you'll see some really interesting stuff about Operation Trust, a very similar type of operation that was waged on the people as the Q movement. So here's my advice, okay? If you're caught up in this, first of all, you're not a bad person. Second, I don't, you know, I'm not mad at you or trying to make fun of you or do anything along those lines. But I always think about what Reagan said, trust but verify, trust but verify. And the whole thing is this, okay? If everybody thinks there's some plan or even a good amount of Americans think there's some plan that's happening right now, and all we have to do is sit back and eat the popcorn, as this narrative is telling us, then what that does is that neutralizes a lot of good people that could otherwise be doing powerful things for the kingdom of God because they're thinking somebody else is fighting their battle. And so my philosophy is let's trust but verify. So that would be great if those things happen, some of them. I'm not saying I want all of them to happen, but I'm just saying some of the things they talk about, that would be great if it happens. But the whole thing is we have to plan. We have to live in reality. We have to live in what's actually going on. doesn't mean that we're from the world. We're, we're, we're in it, but we're not of it as Christians. So we're here, but we're meant to occupy. The Bible says occupy until he comes. So the whole thing is like, even if that stuff is true, and some of these online podcasters and people that are saying all this stuff online, I, there's people that have like literally created a whole career over this Q thing, okay? And God bless them. But they, they don't have the firm foundation. They don't have to, you know, they're not, like we're given to the rock. We're given to the solid rock of Jesus Christ. We have to stand by the word of God. There's a ministry here that's been around for a long time. And so we, how would you feel if your pastor was following Q instead of following the Bible? How would you feel if your pastor, this is what I've said from the beginning. Those of you who've been listening for a long time, I've said this for so long now. How would you feel if you found out I was going to the Q post rather than going to the word of God and going to the Holy Spirit? Wouldn't you be disturbed by that? Well, sure. Even the most avid Q supporter would say, yeah, that's troubling that a pastor would be doing that. Well, I'm going to just say, what about a Christian? Shouldn't a Christian be going to the word of God and the Holy Spirit rather than some anonymous person that we don't even know who it is? It could be the Intel community. It could be some patriot. It could be some kid in a basement. We just don't know. So why would we, why would we build our house on a foundation of, of something that we don't know rather than on the solid rock of Christ. And that's where I think we have to be as a people. So there's a lot of people that got really angry with me when I first started talking about this because it, I kind of rained on their parade, I think. And that's not my intention is to rain on your parade. Look, as I said in the beginning, I'll say again, we're all on the same team. And honestly, there's no one that would be more excited about some of these things being true than me. So I would be the first to repent to you, and I, I promise you, I give you my word, if this ever ends up happening, some of these things that they say are going to happen, the good stuff, I mean, like they talk about this Nasera and Jacera thing and some really good reset that's going to happen, not the CDBC or you know some of the things the World Economic Forum are talking about. There's a lot of people that believe some really good things are being put into motion and you know this whole military's in control thing and Trump is still the president and all that. If those things were true, I think a lot of us, would probably be like, that's amazing, and I'd repent to you, and uh, we'd move forward as a, as a Christian community. But I'm just going to say to you that I don't believe those are true, but here's the thing. It doesn't mean that I don't believe God can do something similar or that he can restore our country or that we can win because we're on the winning team or that our prayers don't work because they do. So this is where it's you got to understand. I do have great hope for our country. I believe that 
we're not done. I believe that we can contend. We can call upon the name of the Lord. If we do a second Chronicles seven fourteen. if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves, will pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear their prayers from heaven. And I will heal their land. We are all about it when it comes to second Chronicles seven fourteen. I am all about it when I have hope for this country and believe that God is not done and that there is a remnant. And that's why this show is called the remnant and that the remnant is rising and that there is truth out there that we should be people that are spiritually astute. And we should operate in discernment and we should ask the Lord about specific things and we should be watchmen on the wall and we should be operating in the Issachar anointing. I am all about those things. I mean, if you hear what we talk about, we constantly talk about those things. But where, where I have been weighing in on some of the prophetic voices out there or quote-unquote prophetic voices and also this thing with Q is that I think there's also other people that are not walking in wisdom and discernment that have made it either a career or, you know, they're not speaking from a Holy Spirit standpoint. They're speaking from a fleshly standpoint or maybe things they want to have happen or, you know, there's this whole conversation about this thing called devolution and, and, you know, somebody's gone really deep into all these possibilities of why this is happening and that's happening. And there's some, you know, there's different people that have kind of gained a platform for this. What if none of that happens is what I'm trying to tell those that are following these guys. What if none of that, how have you, have you built your house on the solid rock or have you built it on sinking sand? Because unless it's built on Jesus Christ, the solid rock and his word and his truth, which is the truth, then it's sinking sand. I don't care how great and patriotic it is or how amazing it is or how much we want it to happen. The bottom line is there's either light or darkness. There's truth or there's the enemy's falsehoods because the Bible says he comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. He is a liar. The devil is a liar. And so we have to be wise in the way that we operate as Christians. And I, I look, it's about our credibility, this is what the Lord spoke to me early on in this whole thing. He said, Pastor Todd, he spoke to me very, 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 very clearly and said, do not wrap yourself up in these things because if you start talking about these things as if they're truth, then what's going to happen is it's going to mess up your credibility with the word of God because people are going to think, well, he said this, and so he's also saying this, then that must not be true. So this was something that the Holy Spirit put on my heart. As many people around me were, were really getting into this, and by the way, I agree with a lot of the stuff, and people were sending me the posts, and we were praying for 2020. None of that stuff, I, I, I'm, look, like I said, you can go back to the articles. I do believe President Trump had an anointing. I, I don't take that back, but I just think there comes a time when whether it's a prophetic word or it's you know, Q or whatever it is that we're putting our hope into instead of, you know, are we putting our hope on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ? Are we making it about the main mission? Because the main mission is to go and to make disciples of the nations, to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The main mission is souls. The main mission is love thy neighbor. You know, be the salt and the light. Occupy until he comes. Put on the full armor of God. Stand every day for righteousness. Pray. Be in the secret place. Become a, a, a deeper lover of the word and just go deeper in this season and allow the Lord to use you and show up like Isaiah and say, send me. And when you do that, God anoints you and blesses your life and gives you purpose. 
But when our purpose is on something man-made, no matter how great it is, no matter how awesome it is, and no matter how much we want it to be true, and maybe it even ends up being true. But right now, we can't verify it, and so it's a distraction. And if we sit back and do nothing thinking that this thing is going to happen, that's a distraction, and it holds us back from doing what we're called to do by the word of God and by the Lord. And so I just say, what if we just go out there and do everything that we can to stand and to be a representative of Jesus Christ and to be the salt and the light in this hour. And then if some of these other things end up happening, praise God, but at least if they don't, we did everything we could. Does that make sense? Isn't that logical? Doesn't that make complete sense? Does that not bear witness in your spirit that if we just wake up every day and we just say, let's be about the business of the Lord and Lord, what do you have for me today? How can I please you how can I be about your business in this day, in this week, in this season, and in this year? Give me short-term vision. Give me long-term vision. Let me be about your business. Doesn't that just make complete sense as a believer? And doesn't that bear witness in your spirit in accordance to the word of God? Now, let's, let's think about the Q narrative. The Q narrative is sit back, eat the popcorn, enjoy the show. There's a bunch of stuff going to happen. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to repent. You don't have to really do much of anything. Here's a bunch of information. This is what's going to happen. There's a secret plan. The White Hats are fighting for your country, and that's about it. Now, does that correlate with the Word of God? I don't, you know, look, I'm sure there's scriptures that have been shared on there and some good stuff. Like I said, probably pretty patriotic people that love the country. Some of them may be real, real patriots. I mean, real great people. But anytime, whether it's a prophet or it's Q or it's anybody else with some alternative message, you have to weigh it in in accordance to the word of God and say, is this taking me away from my daily walk? And listen, all of us can repent right now and say, you know what? We might've gotten a little off course in some of this stuff. It's been a minefield the last couple of years. I mean, between the, you know, the pandemic, between the elections, between the social unrest and the economy and all the different cultural issues that we're all navigating as believers, Look, anybody can get confused at any point, but I guess the key is like, are we like David, the King David? You know, are we are we good repenters? Do we do we ask and inquire of the Holy Spirit and say, how do I course correct if I'm off? Because no human being is perfect. The only one that ever walked this earth that was perfect is Jesus Christ. He says, he who is well without sin, you know, you cast the first stone. You know, the scripture says, don't look at the speck in somebody else's eye when you have a plank in your own. So. To me, the solution is always like, what can I do better? How can I be better? How can I be on course with the Lord? Did I make a mistake? Lord, forgive me. I repent of that. But how can I do better and how can I please you today? And how can I be about your business, Lord? Because I love you and I honor you and I want my life to be about you, not about some movement or something else that's outside of you. Because even the best looking thing can become an idol. And I think for many people, it's become an idol. And that's why I'm talking about it. So, you know, people say, well, I just, I, I, you know, I feel like at some point I saw you post something that kind of seemed like you agreed with. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things that I agree with, with what Q was posting. And people were sending me, I never really went to the board. I don't even know how to get to that board, but people would send me stuff constantly. And, you know, just like President Trump, I would look at it and say, well, you know, at that particular thing, I agree with that. You know, I might even post about it because there was a lot of truth and a lot of good things that were posted, but I think there was some syncretism in there and there might've been some things that I didn't agree with, 
And the devil is just really crafty, friends. He's really crafty. You know, this is what he did in the garden. In the garden, he said, but did God really say that you can't eat from that tree? You know, this is what a lot of this, uh, this very deceptive stuff that's going around online, you know, if it is some type of uh, psychological warfare operation or something like that, you got to think about it. It's kind of crafty, isn't it? Because it puts a lot of elements of Christianity in there with other stuff. And anytime, whether it's a prophet or it's a, you know, a cue board or whatever it is that's, that's syncretizing Christianity with other stuff, that's dangerous because we don't want other stuff. There is no other gods before our God. There's only one God. The Lord thy God is one. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, thy mind, and thy all. And so these things sometimes we need to be discussed. I mean, like, again, if, if some of it happens or if some of these prophetic words happen, then, you know, if, if it's God's will, then we'll all say, hey, awesome, praise God. But let's just, let's just for a second say, what if that doesn't happen? Is that going to let you down in your faith? Is your faith tied to some of these things? Because this is where I think a lot of people, I, I've seen the emails and people say, I don't know how much longer I can hold on. I'm holding on by a thread, Pastor Todd. Well, no Christian should ever be in a place where you're holding on by a thread. If you're holding on by a thread, that means you have not solidified your walk in Jesus Christ because he is the firm foundation. We're like a tree that's planted by the water. If you're in Christ, you're not, you're not hanging out by a thread. You have the, the rock of ages. You have the, the God of heaven and earth, the great I am, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that's on your side. You are coming from a position of strength and a position of victory. If you understand your identity in Jesus Christ, you're not hanging on by a thread. The only reason you're hanging on by a thread is because you really might not understand Christianity. Let's just be real. Because some prophet or some person or some online podcaster has put your hope has been based on something happening in the earth, on the, on, in the fleshly realm. You know, when Christ came, uh, you know, and, and was fully God and fully man and, and had his ministry here on earth, there was a lot of people thinking that he was going to come and overthrow Rome because, you know, here's the king of king and the Lord of lords, the, 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 the root of David that's come to free the Jewish people. But what he did was so much bigger. If he would have just overthrown the government, which of course he could have done, there would have been another tyrannical government that would have risen up only a few years later. There would have been something else that happened. What he needed to do is to come and be the eternal sacrificial lamb that came to, to literally, I mean, think about what he did. He set us all free by his blood. And he, he connected a holy God back with a sinful man. He, he made a way. That's why the only way to the Father is through the Son. So what he did was way bigger. And that's what I, I would petition you to understand right now is that what God is doing in this current situation is he's refining his church and he's waking up his people and he's calling us back to the foundations of our faith and, and to stand for righteousness in the entirety of the word of God and to be remnant believers. In other words, people that hunger and thirst for righteousness and that are truly on fire for God and we're going into the deeper waters. This is a season of deeper waters. And as we're doing this, this is, the, this is the goal. This is the mission. He's refining his church. He's preparing us. He's preparing his bride. He's getting rid of the leaven. He's getting rid of the compromise. And he's seeing who's real, who's willing to stand. That's why there's a separation of the wheat from the tares. Who's willing to stand? But our faith is not in what some of these people are saying because if you make that about, the, you know, listen, I'll praise God if this happens. Or I'm hang, hanging in by a thread because I don't know how much longer I can do this. Then you're not, you're not built on the solid rock. Because if you're built on the solid rock, you'll never say that. 
You don't need to say that because you're full. You inside are full. You're full of joy. You're full of peace. A peace that passes understanding. You've laid things down at the foot of the cross. There's no worry. There's no fear. There's no lack. He says, behold, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. More abundantly. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come so that you may have life and life more abundantly. If you're in Christ, you're in the abundant life. You're walking in in a place of victory. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. My plans for you are hope and a future. My promise is yes and amen. I made you fearfully and wonderfully. That's who you are in Jesus Christ. Not hanging on by a thread. I don't know, Pastor Todd, how much longer. I'm not making fun of you, but I just, I hear this every day. And this is where I stand on this. So listen, bottom line, if, if the Q stuff was real or even some of it, for the most part, it's, it's good stuff. I think there's some syncretism in there. I think there's some things that we need to be careful of. But listen, if, if some of the things that they're claiming are happening, if that ever does end up happening, which I don't think it will for the most part, but some of it will, but a lot of it won't. Um, it just depends on which piece you're talking about. I mean, if you're talking about JFK coming back, I mean, there's a lot of really bizarre stuff in there, you know. But but the thing is, is that for the most part, you're not a, you're not you're not a bad person if you follow this. I'm not condemning you. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, let's make a course correction here. Let's let's all be if the kingdom of God, if the church, if the ecclesia made it about souls pulling down the strongholds, calling upon the name of the Lord. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Doing what 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, repenting, crying out to the Lord for our nation, getting involved, faith without works is dead, being in people of action and big faith, that we don't need the Q stuff. What we need is what's the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. And every real Christian should, should agree with this because no one should be off on a rabbit trail right now that's outside of what the Word of God tells us to do. If we as believers in Jesus Christ come together and take a stand for righteousness, we will be set up for success, and we will take back this territory. If this message upsets you today, what I would implore you to do is, first of all, don't hate the messenger. Just go to the Lord. Go to the Holy Spirit and say, is what this pastor is saying true? Should I get my focus back on you, Lord? Have I gotten a little off course? Should I make a course correction? I believe the Spirit of God will speak to you. And I believe you will be set up for success and we will be set up for success as a body of Christ. Does that sound good? The firm foundation, Jesus Christ. There's no other gods before our God. We should never make anything an idol, even if it's so good sounding. And people may be saying some really great things and they really, really, really love our country. But ultimately, let's get planted on the solid rock, the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. We cannot fail there. It's the best place to be. Amen. All right. Bless you guys. PastorTodd.org. Thank you so much for tuning into today's broadcast. We'll be back next week.